Have you ever had someone in your life that was very, very controlling? A lot of times we see people that have been with toxic partners or toxic relationships or narcissistic people that have been very, very much controlled. Now, they could have been with isolation or maybe financial stuff or, you know, who you can see, what you can do, where you can go, how much money you can spend, whatever it might be. We've seen a lot of different scenarios of people controlling you. Did that happen? Because a lot of times you have a narcissist that thinks, one, it's okay to be able to control you, but then they're surprised when that control ends up having you leave them. And it doesn't really make sense to them of why you would even leave. And oftentimes they're surprised that their control produces that response. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And we do it on all different platforms out there. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. And we also have the podcasts under Raw Motivations with Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. You can follow us everywhere. Just look up Raw Motivations. If you want to talk to me sometime, I work with people one-on-one -on, -one on a day-to-day -day basis to try to help them walk through the trauma bond and be able to break through from that mindset. I try to help people rewire their mindset to be able to get away from those toxic things that in your head, you know, hey, I know that this person isn't helpful. I know this person might be toxic or controlling or like awful for me, but I still feel like I want to go back. I still want to have that interaction with them. I work with people each day to help break free of that mindset and to continue to move forward to work through what I call limbo land, which is the detox phase of getting free from the narcissist and realizing, hey, I'm going to go through withdrawals from being with an addictive person and then helping them set up boundaries so that they don't go back to that person and so they also don't get involved with another toxic person down the road. If you'd like to talk sometime, you can go to rawmotivations.com, click on one-on-ones. We'd love to have a chance to be able to work with you and help you on your healing journey. If you're interested in hearing more than just my perspective, would love to have you engage with a new podcast that my wife and I created called Trauma, Drama, and Life. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and be able to check it out to be able to hear a little bit from our perspective, some of the story of our life, some of the pitfalls, the ups and downs that we've had to experience, and some perspective maybe of being with a narcissist from the wife's perspective. If you're interested in hearing specific topics or certain questions that you want us to discuss, then feel free to DM us on Instagram or send us an email at ben at rawmotivations.com to give some feedback or give some questions that you'd like us to be able to answer and give some perspective. Really quick, if you haven't had a chance to look at the NARC app, go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com to be able to download the NARC app. It's Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. It's a community of like-minded people to help you take you through courses to learn about narcissism, to track your no contact, to record your truth inside the journal and the journaling program in there, and also to interact with other people who can give you advice, can help you with no contact, can help you as you continue to learn and progress. We also have weekly lives that we go live every single week inside the app where we interact with people, not just through comments, but sometimes people coming on screen and it becoming more of even coaching sessions, helping people move forward in their healing journey, in their healing process. It also is a great way to be able to connect with other people around the globe that might be struggling with the same exact thing that you're struggling with. So feel free to check that out, narcapp.com. Well, anyways, we're talking today about narcissists and how they're surprised when their control of you a lot of times backfires, right? Narcissists, we know, like to control everything. Typically, when we're talking about control, one of the main factors that a narcissist wants to control is the mask. 
the mass that they put up between themselves and you, at least to start off with, and to the rest of the world of who they actually are. They'd rather be able to keep the image of who they actually are the way that they want it in their mind versus actually being real, raw, and transparent of what's actually going on under the surface. As a result, they start to control every single aspect around them and every single person around them to keep that mask intact. Maybe you've been a part of that with having to be isolated by the narcissist, where they've made it so you can't interact with your friends and family where you're no longer able to have that support group of people in your lives because they've controlled that and they've isolated you, whether overtly or whether covertly, you all of a sudden notice that you don't really interact with your friends at all. Maybe you've been uh, abused by financial abuse, by the financial control of you can't spend that money, you can't interact, you can't even work, I have to provide everything for you, but you're not allowed to provide, like all these different things that fall under financial abuse and financial control are huge aspects that narcissists do that to be able to control you as well. Sometimes it's just your time of where you're allowed to go, not even be with people, but where you're allowed to go. I've had people that have talked about like the narcissist would time them of how long it took them to get to Starbucks and back. Be like, oh no, you're probably cheating on me because you took an extra five minutes. Maybe it's just what's going on in your life of where you are and you start to notice the narcissist is controlling so many different aspects of your life. What you wear, what you talk about, how you interact, where you're able to go, all these different things. So a huge aspect of narcissism is about control. A lot of times that control goes back to the mask. So growing up and getting into different relationships and as I started dating and being with other people, there was a huge part that I didn't realize that I was attributing the aspect of love to control. I thought that a part of how I needed to love a person was to be able to control them, was to be able to have that effect to that power over them so that they only would come after me. They only would interact with me. I would be the sole person for them. They would be my sole supply. Well, growing up, I got involved with uh, a friend that turned into kind of like a girlfriend for a period of time. And it was very, very young, very early on. And we started kind of like getting together, all this kind of stuff. And it was something that she waited for a while until she got her license. And I was like, okay, that meant I just got to be able to drive around everywhere. It was like, awesome. But then I remember the day that she got back and she got so excited. She got her license. She also got a car and I freaked out. Like I literally freaked out and flipped out on her because in my mind, I'm like, that's it. Like she's no longer going to be supply. She's no longer going to be in my life. She's going to end up going and doing her own thing. All this kind of stuff. That's going to fall out of love. All that stuff's going to happen because I no longer had control over that other person. Needless to say, that relationship pretty much disintegrated on that note and went our separate ways. But it was one of those things that in that moment... I was like fighting for it and I was frustrated instead of being happy for that person of what she was doing and of how she was growing and moving on with her life. I could have been a part of that, but I chose not to because of my reaction and because I was so focused on controlling the other person than I was in helping and encouraging the other person. You see, a lot of times narcissists will take different aspects of life and they'll put it under this guise and this, this shroud of control of to make sure that they keep you to make sure that you don't leave, to make sure that you don't have a chance to be able to do the things you wanna do because you have to be theirs. There's an aspect that narcissists don't think that you're going to leave at all. 
once you're in the relationship, especially once you're married, the idea is like, I know you're not going to leave. I never thought that Kayla was going to leave. She talked about it. She'd gone back and forth. Like we'd both talked about it, all those things. But I never thought that she would leave. And I was like, she's here. She's locked in. Like, what do I have to do to get rid of her? But I never thought that she would actually leave. I'd pushed, I'd pulled, I'd done so many different things thinking maybe this will work. Maybe she'll leave and I can go do whatever I want to do. But she didn't. When she finally did leave, I want to just put a side note. When she finally did leave, that did not prompt me to change. Sometimes people get my story confused and they're like, she left. That's why you got help. That's not why. Okay. Also along those lines is when she left, there was a moment of being like relieved of like, huh. Now, that's finalized. I know this is what's going on. Now I can go do my own thing. Because at the end of the day, the narcissist wants to control you to keep you. If they've lost you, then it's like, okay, let me just figure out now what. That was kind of like my thought process as I was going through it. When you break free from a narcissist, a lot of times they are surprised. Again, going back to that, I was surprised that Kayla left. I didn't expect her to leave. Didn't think she was finally going to do it. Okay, couple things I want to say. A lot of times narcissists are surprised when you break free. Why? Because one, a lot of times they don't think you have the guts to do it. They really don't. They, they're like, you put up with my abuse. You put up with all this stuff for such a long period of time. Why in the world would you leave now? Okay, sometimes, number two, sometimes they'll be convinced that it's not even real. Like, you're not really doing it. I don't believe you. This is fake. You're just trying to do it to get a reaction. You're trying to do it to manipulate me. All those kind of things of like, I don't believe it. It's not real. Even so much that I've seen someone who they got free from a narcissist, they went, they they broke free, they got divorced, whatever it was, they went to another person, they got married, the narcissist was convinced that all the pictures that they put up on social media of them being married were all staged. They were like, that's not real. And that sometimes leads to the third aspect of the narcissist oftentimes thinks that you're still infatuated with them and they still have this enviness aspect that they're like portraying on you. I know they still want me. Because they still interact with me after they've gone. They still message me. They still come at me. They still say stuff. They're still thinking about me. Therefore, I'm still in control of them. Did you have someone like that in your life that was controlling you in so many different aspects? What I want to encourage you is four things. Take back your power. Take back your power. Know who you are and continue to move forward. And what we're going to do is four things really quick to help take back your power. Number one, know your truth. Know what you've actually been through because so many people look back and like, wait a second, was it actually that bad? Know your truth. Journal, write it down, make sure you know what's actually real. Number two, define your own worth. So many times people let other people define their sense of self and their sense of worth by another person, especially a toxic person. You can see how that goes really bad really fast. Number three, establish boundaries, making sure you have a boundary that doesn't take you back to them and a boundary that doesn't put you in another toxic situation. And number four, live intentionally. Because after you get out, there's this idea of like, I don't know who I am. You got to find clarity. You got to figure out yourself. And you also have to choose a path to be able to live so that you don't go to that person. So you don't go to the next person. And so you don't get sidelined or sidetracked by living your life, knowing your worth, defining your truth and establishing boundaries to say, hey, I'm living with a certain vision and values of who I'm going to be on a day-to-day basis. And no one's going to take that back from me.